Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Business Lines State of Economy podcast. Today we have with us Mr. Girish Kumar Kadam who is the senior vice president and group head of corporate sector ratings at Ikra. Girish has been associated with the noted ratings agency for over two decades and handles a diverse portfolio spread across sectors such as power and renewables, oil and gas, chemicals and petrochemicals, sugar, fertilizers, engineering and capital goods. Girish, prior to Ikra, has worked with state-run engineers India and Torrent Power. Today, we want to apprise our listeners about the status of the center's smart meter installation project, which is part of the revamped distribution sector scheme. Now, SART meters will form the bedrock of the exercise to upgrade power transmission and distribution sector. Besides, smart meters will play a crucial role in the power sector, including for demand forecasting. In fact, some experts point out that India's ambitions of a transnational grid running from ASEAN cannot be a success without smart meters. Girish, who has been earlier associated with annual ranking exercise of state-owned distribution utilities as part of initiatives of the Ministry of Power, is among the few who have an in-depth understanding of the scenario. We will leverage his deep understanding on the current smart meter landscape to break down to our audiences the key developments in the smart meter space, the challenges and the opportunities that lie ahead. Welcome, Grish, to Business Line State of Economy podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Rushdie, for uh, giving us the opportunity to have a discussion with you. Yeah. So I'll straight away uh, put a question to you, Girish. So could you, you know, explain or break down to our um, listeners how important smart meters are for the past sector? Yeah. So smart meters is an important initiative under the uh, revamp distribution sector scheme. Uh, RDSS, uh, which was launched sometime in July two, 2021. Uh, the objective of the scheme is essentially, you know, to improve the operational efficiencies of the state discoms uh, in terms of bringing down the ATNC loss levels to about 12 to 15 percent by 2025. Uh, so that's the fundamental objective there. In fact, the target uh, for smart meter rollout under the scheme is about 25 crore of smart meters, you know, by 25. Yeah. Now, let me highlight why the smart meters are important and what could be the benefits thanks to, you know, use of smart meters vis-a-vis -vis the conventional meters going ahead. So definitely, you know, use of smart meters will uh, minimize the, you know, the billing and uh, collection related inefficiencies. And to that extent, it will help to improve uh, the ATNC loss levels for the discounts. Uh, high level of ATNC loss, uh, you know, for the state discounts is is a pain point and is a, is a fundamental concern for the state discounts, uh, which is why the financial health of the discounts uh, uh, continues to be uh, continues to remain quite weak. So that's one. Uh, number two, uh, in terms of the grid operations, you know, use of smart meters would certainly you know improve the grid operations in terms of you know minimizing the downtime. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, identif identifying the faults uh, in the system in a short span of time and taking corrective measures to rectify those faults in the grid. So certainly the grid operations can improve, they can work better. 
And uh, lastly, and more importantly, you know, the demand side management uh, can also work better, uh, both from the consumers as well as from the state discoms point of view. In fact, the consumers can track their consumption uh, on a real-time basis uh, using the smart meters. Uh, they can actually optimize and they can plan their consumption uh, accordingly. Uh, while the discoms uh, can also you know, do the demand set management in their respective license area, uh, uh, monitoring the consumption pattern and also uh, with introduction of the time of the day tariffs. So overall, uh, you know, the bigger uh, you know, aspect as far as the smart metering initiative is concerned, is to minimize these operational inefficiencies, uh, to lower the ATNC loss levels for the state discoms, uh, which is a very big objective, you know, under this particular scale. So uh, one supplementary question, Girish. In my several conversations with uh, center and state power officials, a key issue which has been hindering the progress has been uh, the financial profile of uh, distribution utilities. And you are one of the few people who have a very deep understanding about uh, the issues that face the discoms. Could you, you know, break down for our users that uh, the financial profile of discoms and how it impacts smart meters? Okay, so the financial position of the distribution utilities has been weak uh, uh, because of, uh, you know, fundamental issues in terms of, you know, inadequate tariffs. Uh, second, you know, the high level of uh, operational inefficiencies in terms of high level of aggregate technical and commercial loss levels vis-a-vis -vis the regulatory targets. And third, uh, you know, the inadequate uh, subsidy support coming from the respective state governments. And on top of that, the operational cost overheads for most of the discounts is also higher vis-a-vis -vis, uh, uh, the allowed levels in the respective tariff orders. So these are fundamental issues which continue to impact you know, the financial health of the uh, uh, state discounts uh, across the states, across the majority of the states. Uh, use of smart meter is essentially uh, going to bring down uh, the technical and the commercial loss levels, particularly for the discounts, and that will minimize, uh, you know, the uh, ATNC loss levels and improve the cash collections. Uh, so the improvement in the cash collections, uh, you know, will bring down the loss levels and uh, you know, certainly will improve the liquidity uh, profile and the financial position, you know, for the discounts. Uh, if you look at the ATNC loss level for the state-owned distribution segment uh, at all India level, currently is still about 21%, around 20-21%. While we have seen some, uh, you know, uh, gradual reduction in these loss levels over a period, but uh, this is the all India average and these numbers actually vary widely across the states. I mean, uh, you will still find the ATNC loss level below 15% in some states, while as as 30 to 35% or beyond in some of the states in uh, northern and central part of India. So the, the variation is pretty large. And on top of that, these loss levels are higher than the regulatory benchmarks in the respective tariff orders. Uh, so, uh, so if you do the uh, calculations, I mean, based on our estimates, for 1% reduction in the ATNC loss level at a, uh, on an all-India average uh, uh, basis, the improvement or the reduction in the book loss levels for the state discounts on an all-India basis uh, is to the extent of 5,000 odd crore. So, so there is a direct impact uh, in terms of uh, reduction in the loss level, uh, book loss levels, and uh, improvement in the cash collections. So uh, this will in, way, in a way benefit the discounts uh, more in a sustainable manner. So... The fact that the smart metering uh, rollout plan has been recently launched 
and in our uh, uh, view it it is expected to pick up uh, quite significantly over the next you know 2 to 3 years uh, it's unlikely that uh, you know the target date of 2025 is uh, you know is going to be met uh, with 25 crore of smart meters and the fact that the installation progress is still in low single digits but uh, it is quite apparent that uh, you know uh, the, the the pace of the installation is likely to pick up quite significantly you know over the next two to three years and we uh, would see uh, a favorable progress on smart metering uh, you know rollout across the states of course there are certain challenges which we will discuss uh, in the subsequent uh, you know uh, discussion uh, forum yeah so uh, so i had a supplementary question on discom viability but i'll I, that now comes later in the debate uh, uh, that's great that you brought up about the installation of smart meters. So, what is the current status right now? Uh, you know, if you could bring uh, bring our readers on, uh, our listeners on part two, what is the current status of uh, smart meters? Sure. So, the target uh, capacity for the smart meter rollout is about uh, 250 million smart meters. Against 250 million smart meters, uh, around 220 million smart meters uh, capacity has been sanctioned by the central government. Yeah. Now, out of 220 million smart meters uh, sanctioned capacity, uh, almost 40% of this capacity has been already awarded. Uh, close to 98, uh, you know, sort of a million smart meter capacity has been already awarded through bidding route, uh, you know, to uh, various third party, uh, you know, uh, meter service infrastructure service providers. Uh, uh, and this has happened uh, very recently, you know, in number of states uh, over the last, uh, you know, one year. So uh, at the same time, the installation progress uh, is pretty low. I mean, in fact, the installed smart meter quantum is about closer to about 8 million smart meters. So in terms of percentage progress, the installation progress is, 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 uh, is about 3 to 4%. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's a very low number. In fact, this number actually varies across the states. Uh, in fact, if you look at the progress across the states, only few states uh, show relatively better performance in terms of the uh, the, the project award. Uh, uh, you know, states like UP, uh, Maharashtra, Gujarat, uh, Bihar, Assam have shown uh, relatively better you know progress in terms of the project awards as of now. But by and large, uh, you know, in many of the states, uh, especially in the southern states. Uh, the, the the project award progress is uh, is not uh, up to the mark. It's quite uh, you know unsatisfactory. So in that context, what is really required is uh, you know the proactive approach you know from the state governments in terms of getting those uh, you know project sanctions uh, and uh, you know overall push the proactive push you know from the state governments to ensure that uh, you know these uh, you know the projects are getting installed. Uh, in their respective licensee area. So that is something which is really required. Uh, but overall, uh, you know, the, the installation progress is still slow in many states, uh, uh, barring few. So Girish, uh, what what are the reason? What are the issues that uh, that we are facing uh, while installing smart meters? Uh, because you know, just uh, getting installed eight million out of ninety eight million uh, awarded, uh, as you mentioned, it's almost three to four percent. What issues do you think are plaguing this installation process? Yeah, so while I just said that in some of the states, for example, UP, Gujarat, Maharashtra, Bihar, Assam, where we have seen reasonably good progress in terms of the project awards, uh, even in these states, the installation progress has been in single digit. So there, uh, 
Of course, the installation timelines are going to be over a period of next, uh, you know, 12 to 18 months. Uh, so we should expect the installation happening, uh, you know, over the next 12 to 18 months in these states where the project awards have happened uh, by and large in a satisfactory manner. But even in these states, uh, you know, what is really required uh, is, uh, uh, you know, the timeliness from the DISCOM side to allow the access, you know, to the customer premises, you know, for the uh, selected third party, you know, meter service providers, because that is also equally important, you know, from the DISCOM's uh, standpoint, that is one. And number two, uh, you know, the consumer awareness programs, uh, you know, in the respective licensee areas by the DISCOM's, uh, uh, can also be explored so that uh, people are aware of, you know, the overall benefits, uh, you know, uh, coming from the use of the smart meters. So, so there, there, there would be some kind of requirement of proactive push, uh, you know, sort of uh, 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 timely coordination from the discoms uh, to get things done, you know, uh, you know, on the ground, uh, which will also be required. So the same thing will, which will be applicable in those states where uh, we are uh, still not seeing. Uh, good progress in terms of uh, you know sanctions and post sanctions you know the the support for the implementation uh, which is required for you know these third party service providers so uh, uh, an overall basis uh, you know on the ground implementation support some proactive uh, you know coordination from the discoms uh, would also be required going forward grish i have a uh, slightly uh, more contextual question for you in our discussions, business lines, discussions with uh, various state and center officials, I was, was discussing with you before, uh, a lot of officials have pointed out that states have uh, uh, legacy billing systems. Now, integrating these soft, uh, this um, smart meters and the advanced soft metering soft infrastructure software with this billing um, systems is creating issues. Now, herein comes the problem that lies there that, as you have also pointed out, that the financial profile of uh, discounts is stretched and which is also impeding uh, the upgradation of legacy meters. And this is a very chicken and an egg story, which thing happens first or because uh, this impacts the installation process. How do you think we can get out of this? Do you think there is a solution which can be made or we would have to take hard decisions to, you know, get out of this situation? So uh, that is why, Rushi, the whole premise of this uh, RDSS is sort of a classical PPP model yeah. where the discounts are uh, not required to uh, put any upfront capex, you know. Yeah. And this... Uh, uh, this uh, meter infrastructure uh, project rollout is happening through uh, the boot principle places. I mean, the design, yeah. finance, uh, build, own, operate, and transfer. Okay, so that is the you know supply contract uh, which is being rolled out for award of these uh, smart meter uh, project capacity by the discoms to the selected bidders, uh, and uh, this is happening through a bidding route. Uh, the 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 model supply contract tenure is about seven years, and at the end of the seventh year. Right, uh, the entire infrastructure is uh, going to get transferred from the winning bidder to the respective discom. So the 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 fundamental point is, uh, you know, the discoms are not uh, required to make any upfront payment. That's point number one. So that is that favors discoms, given the fact that discoms financial position is weak. Mm -hmm. uh, and secondly, uh, what is the running cost for the discoms? The running cost for the discoms is the payment related to the service fee per meter per month. Okay, yeah. currently is a big variable on the basis of which uh, these uh, smart metering projects have been awarded. 
Now, uh, given this background, it becomes very imperative for the discoms, you know, to also ensure that uh, there is a net, uh, you know, uh, minimum saving possible. So the there has to be a net positive after making a payout of the service fee, you know, the respective, uh, you know, third party service provider. And that will only be possible provided there is a certain minimum consumption pattern which is there in the license area. That's point number one. And number two, uh, there has to be a some kind of uh, a reasonable uh, loss reduction which is uh, which is required from the baseline number to a certain number. Okay. So in fact, uh, uh, we have done some estimates, you know, from that viability perspective for the discounts. Uh, with the baseline ATNC loss level is about let's say twenty five percent. And if the loss reduction is happening by, uh, let's say, uh, from 25% to 15%, in that case, given the fact that uh, the, the discounts will have to make a, a service charge payout of 70 to 75 rupees uh, per month, you know, per meter, uh, and this is basically the tendering data that is available over the last six months, uh, the discounts will have to ensure that, uh, you know, the meters are getting installed uh, in the jurisdictions and their respective license area where the consumption profile is at least 150 units per consumer per month. Okay, so higher the consumption pattern uh, in their license area and higher the degree of the loss reduction from the baseline numbers, uh, the, the net positive saving which is available to the DISCOM is going to be higher and that will be you know lucrative from the DISCOM's perspective as well. So, uh, so that these are fundamental points. Uh, so, so this is the PPP model and which is why, uh, you know, it is also required uh, that there will be, it is also expected that there should be some kind of, you know, proactive support, you know, uh, in implementation from the discounts uh, to ensure that these uh, meters are getting installed. Uh, I'll quickly wrap it up, uh, but, but two last questions. One is a supplementary question, Girish. You have considerable experience of understand and understanding of the financial profile of discoms. Now, from the perspective of a discom, uh, Girish, how how are discoms uh, looking at it? Because what from our understanding, our, when it began in when the government has started conceiving RDSs and they had held um, you know talks with the discoms and state, there was some hesitancy in coming ahead because uh, earlier they they thought that this might lead to you know. Uh, loss of more, they would have to put in money, but that finally the government provided a subsidy support and that is gone. But uh, how are DISCOMs, uh, you know, uh, looking at this situation? If you could, uh, you know, help us understand this uh, from their side as well, if it is possible. This particular spot metering rollout is uh, uh, is definite, should definitely work for the DISCOMs, uh, which are uh, having uh, uh, high operational inefficiencies, uh, uh, quite high level of ATNC loss levels, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, this, I mean, the, the whole underlying premise is uh, to improve this operational efficiency benchmark, right? Yes. So, yes. Uh, so smart metering will give, uh, if it is implemented in a timely manner, uh, with a proactive implementation support from the DISCOMs, uh, uh, should benefit quite favorably and give uh, positive benefits to the DISCOMs which are struggling with high ATNC loss levels. So that is something which is uh, given. And this is clearly visible from, you know, the estimates that we have. So higher the loss reduction and higher the consumption profile, you know, better is the, you know, the, the net benefits. Uh, the discounts are also uh, benefiting the from benefiting the fact that this is a PPP model. Uh, there is no upfront capex which is involved. 
uh, at the end of the tenure of the uh, uh, you know supply contract with the discoms the entire infrastructure is going to get transferred to the discom so this is another you know uh, favorable provision so discom should view positively uh, wherever you know the atc loss levels uh, are on higher side Right. Oh, one last question, and that that's a quintessential question we ask during the budget times. However, this is a vote and account, but nevertheless, this um, uh, whatever comes in the vote account, which also gives a hint at what lies ahead in the future. What 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 are your expectations, um, uh, Girish, for the RDSS? A lot of sources say we'll see a more revised form coming up for next fiscal onwards. What are your expectations? So RDSS has been a very, uh, uh, I mean, it's 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 a very key policy uh, reform measure which have, which was rolled out two and a half years before by the government of India, and it entails a, a quite significant capex outlay for of almost three lakh crore, and almost half of it pertains to the capex for uh, smart metering, uh, almost one point three to one point five lakh crore uh, for twenty five crore of uh, smart meters to be uh, rolled out in the country. Uh, mm -hmm. over the next two years. Uh, in fact, by FY25 as per the original target date. Uh, mm -hmm. So this is this is a quite a considerable capex outlay. And uh, looking at that, there is a grant pro provision in the policy, uh, which is about 15% uh, for the normal category states and 22.5% for the special category states. On top of that, there is also grant uh, provision uh, for a system strengthening capex as part of the uh, RDSS. So uh, we expect the suitable and adequate budgetary allocation for the uh, grants which are required under these RDSs, depending upon how we see the smart metering rollout uh, happening across the states, uh, because the grant will have to be disbursed, you know, uh, from the budgetary allocation to the respective, you know, state nodal agency or a state discom, as and when the smart metering projects uh, become go live, uh, you know, post commissioning these these disbursements will go to the state discoms and uh, discoms will have to you know disburse the same quantum to the winning bidders so uh, in that context the adequate you know budgetary allocation uh, uh, is expected uh, for uh, spot metering as well as systems transferring uh, capex in the distribution segment because the weak uh, financial health of the distribution segment is 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 a matter of concern for the entire power sector and which is why the government is uh, has taken very uh, very very serious policy measures you know to have that sustainable improvement you know in the financial position that is going ahead so so that's one and besides that as i mentioned earlier that uh, the power sector is a concurrent subject it comes under the purview of both central government as well as state government while the central government has done these policy measures to revive the underlying issues uh, uh, related to the state uh, state owned distribution utilities it is also equally important for the state governments, the respective state governments, to uh, have that to to ensure that kind of implementation support. Uh, you know, for uh, you know, ensuring these measures get implemented in the respective states uh, uh, related to the smart metering uh, as well. That's really a very apt, um, you know, explanation about what to expect ahead. Uh, before we end, uh, uh, though, you have uh, taken up this issue of meter installations. Uh, Girish, the recent ECRA report, which came out um, uh, recently on smart meters, very expensively deals with installation and other issues. And and um, you expect installations to pick up. Could you you know give us more insight on why this positive sentiment? Because up till now we have not seen it. Uh, you know installations going up as we expected earlier. 
Yeah, so uh, given the benefits which are there in the smart metering program, as we just discussed at length, both for the consumers and also for the distribution utilities where the loss levels are higher, and the fact that the government is uh, quite focused in ensuring that uh, you know reform major for the discoms, uh, we we and the fact that we have started seeing uh, you know things happening on the ground. We expect that you know the pace of installation to pick up in a gradual manner. In fact, the original target date for the uh, the smart metering capacity rollout was by end of 25, which is likely to be missed given the installation progress and the kind of challenges that we have seen essentially uh, at the implementation level. So we expect that the pace of the installation to pick up in a gradual manner over the next you know two to four years. Thank you so much, Girish. I think this is the smallest possible time where you have such greatly broke down so hard technical issues for us. Uh, thank you so much, you know, for sparing time and speaking to Business Line and our, and you know, uh, ex- breaking down all these technical issues of uh, distribution, transmission, and smart meters for our users. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Roshi, and thanks for this uh, opportunity to have a dialogue with you.